Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. It is our great joy to bring you the Word of God so that you can hear it and you can apply it to your life so that you will continue to grow and be faithful in the things of God. As you listen to this message today, ask the Lord to just lead you and guide you and help you so that He can use your life to make a difference in the people that you come in contact with every day. This is our day and this is our hour to be the light of the world so that God can make a difference. At the end of today's message, we're going to give you more information on how to connect with us online and or in person. We'd love to connect with you and help you to grow in the things of God. Now come and go with us as we walk in the light of God's Word. There is no secret what God can do, what is done for others, He'll do for you. With His arms wide open, He'll pardon you. It is no secret what God can do. Come on, all you got to do is believe it. All you got to do is believe it. Hallelujah. That's an introduction to my message. Grab a hold of your Bible. Repeat after me all Scripture. Is God breathed and is useful for my teaching, for my correction, for my rebuking, for my training in righteousness, so that I may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. As we have looked at the life of Jesus and his interaction with people, the last time we were here, we saw him respond to the sickness and the death of his friend Lazarus. Jesus was out of town and received a message from Mary and Martha that their brother was sick unto death. And we saw how Jesus responded when Lazarus died. Jesus went to the tomb where Lazarus was laid and called him by name and told him to come forth. Lazarus then was raised from the dead. Today I want us to take another look at that story and I want us to see and to understand some principles of the kingdom of God that was the point of this death and resurrection. John chapter 11 verse 3 says this, so the sisters went so the sister sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. When he heard this, Jesus said, this sickness, is, this sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory so that God's Son may be glorified through it. When Jesus heard this, verse 4 saying, when Jesus heard that Lazarus was sick, when he heard it, 
we are told first what he heard, and secondly, we are told what he said about what he heard. He heard some troubling news, and that news was the one you love is deathly ill. Come right away. And the question is, as uh, Brother and Sister Williamson can tell you, uh, that they heard some troubling news. But I like what Brother Williamson said. He said, the Lord said, don't repeat what you heard. So obviously he heard something else from the Lord. So the question for you today is, what have you heard that is troubling you? What have you heard? What's going on around you that's troubling you? Have you heard that there's a mass in your brain and it's growing? My best friend called me a week ago and said, they said I got a mass on my brain and it's growing. I just want you to know. And I said, well, uh, thanks for telling me, but we're going to pray right now. Have you heard that the tests have come back and they show that you have a disease that you never thought you would have? Have you heard that your child has declared that they're gay? Have you heard your job is going away and you're going to have to start over and try to find a new job somewhere? Have you heard that the divorce papers are on the way? What have you heard? Have you heard that your son or daughter has been picked up by the law and they're now charged with the felony? Is that what you heard? The Bible says when Jesus heard that, what did he say after he heard what he heard? After he heard what he heard, this is what he said again. When he heard this, Jesus said, this sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory so that God's son may be glorified through it. Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. Yet when he heard Lazarus was sick, he stayed there two more days. He was not moved by what he heard. You know what he said? This sickness will not end in death. I, I missed that last week when we went through that. I, I read it, but I missed it. He said, this one will not end in death. He did not say Lazarus would not die, but he said, this sickness. You know, Lazarus is human. He, he's going to die one of these days, but he said, this is not the one. There may be another sickness, but not this one. This sickness will not end in death. Now, we know, if we were here, we know the story, Lazarus literally died. But Jesus said, that ain't going to be the end because I'm going to show up and I'm the resurrection. The thing that troubles us most is when we're right in the middle of something, we see it as the end. This is the destination. I'm at the end point. I'm at a place where it's not going to get any better. But Jesus also not only heard from the messengers that said that Lazarus was sick, he also heard from God. The reason he can say this sickness will not end in death is because he heard from God. He heard from God that Lazarus is just sleeping. 
he heard from God that this would be an opportunity for the Father and the Son to get some glory. So here's what I want to tell you. Whatever you hear, the next thing you need to do before you start talking about what you heard is to hear from God. You want to hear from God because God has not only the last word, he's got the first word. God has the only word that matters. So why would you be in trouble and in distress and about to throw in the towel when God has not said you're going down? So one of our problems is that we don't spend time to hear what God is going to say about what we heard. So when you hear whatever you hear before you start saying whatever you say, take some time to hear what God is saying about what you heard. The doctor told us that we would not be able to have any children. Then I went to God and said, what say you? And he pointed me to the psalm that says, children are a blessing from the Lord, an inheritance of the Lord. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They're like arrows in the hand of a man. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full. I said, that sounds like what I need right there. So we believed God. And we had one, and a year and a little bit over a year and later we had another one, and a year later we had another one. I said, okay, Lord. <laughs> In verse 14, he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and for your sake I am glad I was not there so that you may believe. I'm glad I'm not there because I want to show you something. But let us go to him. I'm glad I was not there so that you may believe. Jesus knows the importance and the power of faith. And he's going to teach them a lesson in faith. And I believe he still wants to teach us a lesson in faith today. Because the just shall live Okay, wait a minute. Uh, we need to go to class again. Bible Institute is starting on the 18th. And it will teach you that the just shall live by faith. The just live by faith. The people of God live. We function. We operate by faith. And if we're going to operate by faith, he has to teach us faith. It doesn't take faith to do what you have the capacity to do. It takes faith to do what you cannot do. To just live on. Come on, say that. To just live on. Faith. faith. And Jesus said, you need, a, you need a lesson in faith if you're going to follow me because that's what it's going to take for you to get to where you need to get to. You're going to need some faith. Faith, when, it, when you boil it down to its simplest definition, is just believing. Faith is believing that whatever God says, that's what's going to happen. We who are called by the name of the Lord, we who are the people of God, will never accomplish the things that God has in store for us if we do not exercise faith to believe that God is able. Now listen, if all you're ever going to do for God is just come to church, and sing a couple of songs, and have a little prayer, give your offering, and go home, you don't need faith for that. 
But, when, but every person that God has called, God has a purpose for your calling. He didn't call you to sit soaking sour. He called you to get up and be involved in the kingdom of God and to accomplish something for the kingdom. And if you're going to do that, it's going to take faith. You just can't just sit around and wait for things to go bad and say, Lord, I need you to move for me. Lord, say, why? You ain't doing nothing. But when you're going to accomplish something for God, he's always going to give you an assignment that's greater than your capacity to get it done. And you're going to have to believe God for it. Look in the scriptures. Everybody God called, God, they just looked at God and said, really? Moses, go talk to Pharaoh, tell him to let my people go. Are you kidding me? Me, go talk to Pharaoh after I done killed somebody in Egypt and ran away? And who am I that's going to talk to Pharaoh? I got it, Moses. I got you. Just go do like I tell you. This is Jerry G. Martin, and thank you once again for joining us as we have brought the Word of God to you, and we are hopeful that your life has been enriched and that you have been encouraged. It is such a privilege to come to you no matter where you are. You may be in your home or your automobile or your place of business. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can also join us on our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. And as always, I invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We meet each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're in Atasca Cedar, Kingwood, Summerwood, Fall Creek, North Houston, Northeast Houston, you're in our neighborhood. Come and be our guest. I want to remind you that the Beacon Christian Bookstore is located right here on our campus. Almost every Christian bookstore in our city has closed, but we have an inventory of Bibles, communion supplies, Sunday school books, offering envelopes, study materials, or whatever you might need. Call the Beacon at 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, May the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.